This is Faith Over Breakfast, Season 2. Yay! Episode number 40. Whoa. This is Faith Over Breakfast. My name's Eric. I'm across the way, I guess, or desk from Andy, mm -hmm. who's the pastor way, of Mission Church, and I'm pastor of the Village Church. Both in Tucson, Arizona. Both in Tucson, Arizona. And I want to say we got an email again, another email from oh. Colleen Gilchrist. Yeah. What's up, Colleen? Saying that she liked her fatherhood uh, podcast and was wondering about uh, some experiences with God in the sense of, you know, more in your body and how that your body interacts with God in the sense oh. of your trauma and what do we think about that and oh, okay. so I, I want to say we got it we'll probably do something on that in a in month the not or so two. Yeah. future yeah. yeah good deal um, but I want to say hey we got it thank you we love your support of our little podcast and your prayers because we know you pray for us and everybody feel free to to do that email us at faithoverbreakfast at gmail dot com. Right, right, and uh, and you can always uh, suggest a topic or give us feedback. We love. Yeah, it. and I'll just another mention. I know Danielle Flack also emailed us about some stuff, and so we'll we'll be talking about those things in the future. Sounds good. Um, but this one was all about technology. Yeah, and uh, I used to love technology. Yeah, how much? but now it's only you. You see, <laughs> but still, yeah, I love technology. Yeah, always. Yes. and forever. Yeah, that's kind of how it went. Always and forever. And we were just. Talking about parenting uh -huh. and technology. Yep. And the challenge that that presents. Yep. So enjoy. Thanks for tuning in. Yep. Hey, Eric. Good morning. We uh, we should have had the record button hit because we just had uh, we just had it was a great conversation. It was well, you know, a little it, there was tension. Yeah, there was a little tension. A little tension, but. Yeah. Uh, Man, that would have that would have that would you know it wouldn't have it wouldn't have got a lot of clicks yeah, with the old title. But if anybody who uh, who would have tuned into it would have gone, hey, this is they're a little now we're onto this. something. <laughs> so that's where we're coming from right yeah, now. That was, so it was good. Here we are, and I, you know what, um, Eric, there was some uh, possible. Oh, I brought I brought I threw out s smartphones and technology. Yeah, you want to talk about a real you know interesting. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a thing. It's going on. I mean, I'm, I'm. It's we're having the discussion in our home. We just watched. Uh, Abby showed us a, a movie or a, a show on Netflix that was like about creepy things. And the first show, and this is you know, build toward kids, uh -huh. was about a smartphone that started controlling somebody's life. I was like, "Whoa, interesting! That's their <laughs> flagship show. Is on that the cell phone that controls your life? Which it does. It totally does. Yeah. And then so I thought, "Whoa, that's a you know that's a that's just Netflix." And then uh, I was curious how you all, your family, engages Candles. with with your kids, but also with you and your family. I mean, this honestly, in our family, this is it's been a little sticky because the truth is, I think. We all think we use our devices less than the other family members. Yes. That's how we all feel. So do you have iPhones? Yeah. So you you can tell. We can. Yep. And, and I have. And you should check. And we have. And just, yeah. Yep. And uh, But it feels weird to be like, oh, look, fact check. Look at my screen time versus yours. Yeah. And then there's the whole, I think, for my wife and I, it's like who, you know, for me, I feel like, this, you know, I'm probably wrong. But I feel like I'm also like looking up. 
I'm sometimes I'm listening to a relevant thing on podcasting, a podcast or, or something, and that feels oh, like me. I spent the last uh, 45 minutes just listening to the Bible on my phone. Sure, sure. Right. So yeah. So, so there's, there's some, so, so yeah. is screen time as simple as just screen time, or you know, it's like what co- type of content, and there, there, it gets into all that sticky stuff, right? Yeah. So I took Facebook. Uh huh. Two days ago, off of my phone. Yeah, the old delete the app. Yeah, I deleted the app because, and that was sort of one of the things that came out of vacation for me is like I just don't want it anymore. Mm-hmm. If I need to check it, I can you know yeah, get on, on my browser, computer sure. and, and go check it. I don't use the app anyway, so I can't deleting the app wouldn't help me there. Yeah, well, I I don't like all of the. I'm there's enough. It's difficult on my iPhone to get to Facebook on a browser that I just don't bother. Right. Yeah, it's, um, it's extra steps. So, it, so it's, you, it's a deterrent. Yeah. And I would have gotten rid of Instagram, but my daughter and my wife love putting up their art, and I like to see mm-hmm. uh, friends. But I did go through, and I started deleting right. things that just were going to take me off in this direction or off in that direction. Sure. Uh, friends who are posting stuff that I'm just like, ah, I don't really want that on yeah. my you know, phone. Name those friends. People I don't know anymore. Name those friends. I'm not going to name those friends. They're not anybody at the village, so don't worry about that. Good. I, you uh, should take that would have been a terrible of thing village. to do. Yeah, I took half the village off of Instagram. Yeah, I'm just and, tired of it. And you're done. You're I'm done. tired of you people. I have to talk to you people. Enough as it uh, is. I don't want to see no, your lives. No, no. I, I enjoy that. So, And it's not – for me, Instagram is not a, a hole that you kind of just can go down. Mm. You just look at a few new pictures. You're like, oh, that's interesting. Off I go. I don't. I don't – dive down the rabbit hole as much but yeah. i would have gotten rid of it if that was the case if well and if i if my kid my wife and my daughter were not mm. posting their art sure and my church yeah not posting pictures about what's happening in their life so yeah so i i find the phone to be a place that, particularly social media though i don't do twitter but yeah, social media like facebook it just it's I hardly too much use for me anymore. and so like yeah. I, I just took it off but yeah. yeah, so my kids like Elliot's not allowed to play computer games except for the weekends. He hasn't really actually played that much in the summer. Um, he does. Wa- I mean, he's kind of single minded, so he is so into magic. I suspect he does six hours of magic a day. Mm-hmm. So he will watch YouTube videos and then practice and practice and practice. Yeah. Um, so that's. But he's not allowed to do. He's not allowed on YouTube outside of those things. Right. He's not allowed to actually go searching on the internet without my permission. Yeah. Um, and I check on that relatively often. My daughter, who's almost seventeen. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have a Facebook page. She doesn't want Facebook. She doesn't use Snapchat. She doesn't use any of those yeah. kinds. She is. She does a ton of art on her stuff, and she plays some video games. But so we have limited. Yeah. Kind of stuff. Most of the time, we watch movies together. Yeah. Um, Ashton sometimes watches movies by herself. Elliot rarely will watch a movie without us. He'd rather mm-hmm. do it socially. So, yeah, I don't. The electronics are not as, you know, I think TV and shows like Netflix and Hulu and the the, you know, can I, can grab you and yeah. pull you into the binge watching thing so yeah i resisted netflix for the longest time it's new in our house and i would always that we would have the same discussion it would be you know something like you don't have to watch it and i'd go no 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 i'm saying i am the problem i'm talking about here 
like I will watch it if I I love or I don't love but I I easily get sucked in and so I I could just keep clicking episodes and it's gonna be my kind of thing it's you know there's various I, I actually like documentaries and stuff like that sure which have their place and I really enjoy that but I don't want to be sucked into the TV all the time I want to be I mean if there's any discussion my family's having it's about my available time so why would I spend my available time now in front of a screen yeah um, and so we have it I haven't gotten as sucked in lately but I feel like I feel like my family has the tendency I have right right and you know it's had it's had its good point sure it's nice to have easily accessible stuff but then when you have easily accessible stuff that could kill you it's uh is that really good right <laughs> um yeah I'm torn on it I I'm there've been some some shows I've enjoyed and then but I'm like ugh, I hate I hate that it's just the availability of it, you know? It's it walking down to the Circle K to get a red box put a number of steps between us and watching a movie. Right. That was helpful. The old blockbuster. Right. right. Wander around Blockbuster on Friday yeah. with all your friends, see what movie yeah. you're going to watch. We love Casa Video. Every Sunday after church, we go get the free family movie that you get for a week, and we return it the next week after church. That's great. I think that's a fun tradition. Sure. Um, but... Yeah, I just anyway, I don't know. I saw this thing about smartphones controlling your lives. Like this is obviously <laughs> theme. So I mean there's us and, and our our stuff. We we uh with Abby, we recently she could not control her YouTube usage. It was right. became evident. We got her a tablet for Christmas. Um in our home this is new. She used to have an iPhone at her other home that is now out of the picture. Thankfully. I don't think that was good at all. No. Um, I would agree with you. Yeah. And just for so many reasons, like the, yeah. Yes. Um, but the, the tablet, we were like, okay, it's a Wi-Fi only, so you can touch base with some friends. You get two hours max on a weekend day, one hour max on a school day, we said. But then we realized, like, she would, she would like, watch a ton of YouTube and then explain it as if it hadn't been much. And it's like, is that a lie, or is that what I do when I also feel like I want to justify the amount of time I spent on whatever platform, right? right? And it it's hard to know. Some somewhere in the middle of that, like, did she lose track, or is you know, does she just like it so much that she wants to paint it as if it wasn't a big deal? So we took YouTube and made it a kids account, and she only can follow a couple of accounts that we we are like, that's okay to watch, and that so that's all she can do at the right. moment. Um, from her tablet. Well, and, so you know. I was on a date with uh, a double date with some people, and the the husband was saying that they do have done some studies with uh, YouTube, where you if you sit and you just click next, yep. that eventually you will end up on child porn. Yeah, every single time. Yeah, I some I, kind I of, it would not surprise me. It doesn't some kind of pseudo child yep. pornography, or at least when you hit the comments. Yep. you're definitely going to be there. Mm -hmm. We um, we definitely observed that she accidentally yes. stumbled into some things that weren't as terrible as it could have been, but where you went, uh-uh, you know? Right. No, not in my house. So so here's the thing yeah. that I, I have. 
learn about dealing with any of these things in a family. Yeah. The job of parenting is not to regulate all these different devices and freak out about the yeah. world. The thing is, is that you have to have a really strong family ethic. Yeah. Uh, as last week, we talked about axioms, beginning right. points. Yeah. If your whole family buys in to those and feels that that's the ethic and mission of your right. family, then certainly, even though it might be a struggle and you want to do something, you understand that not to do those things fits into the value system of which you want to be part of. Mm -hmm. So it's not just saying here are a bunch of rules this is what our family does, but like you want your kids to feel like, and to be true that you're something part of something bigger than just the rules of the family, mom and dad, right. the small traditions that you're in a big mission with Jesus. And that part of not being part of these things or even how you watch them has got to be kingdom oriented. And if you can't, have that, it's really difficult for your children to understand why you're not doing it. Right. You know, and in not and even we've and we've talked a lot about it in I, I would I'm just gonna say like I don't feel like we are like overtly mapped out that way. Like our family is not like we don't have like here's our mission statement. And well not even our, yeah it can be even, or even or even subtle like I mean it's subtle sort of but we haven't worked it out as well yeah. as probably as you have or as we should but um we've tended to be more reactionary like oh my gosh you just watched a lot of youtube um and then you know there are various speeches that come from <laughs> us where but, we you know oh, we've yeah, heard like pastor, well you're definitely speech <laughs> speech oriented <laughs> sure i am my wife and i i think are both speech oriented in this like we we have like all of our information that we bring to bear on the situation like here's why this is this there's an article it's damaging to the brain do you want to have a damaged brain kid you know <laughs> not like that but but it you know sure. we we yeah. end up instead of of uh hey uh this isn't who we are you know it's it's more of a uh-oh this happened what does this mean and we're kind of making it up on the fly which right. which is hard i think it's made it hard yeah i assume we're not alone I'm pretty sure you're not, and, yeah. and nobody does it perfect. Thank goodness. But I, I mean, I think that's the. I think a lot of times, though, the mistake we fall into as parents is that we want to make the rules, and we want to kind of mm -hmm. convince our kids through the the speeches, and sure, instead oh. of trying to live out the ethic, invite the kids into the ethic, realize it's a long thing, and the speeches are part of the ethic. But if they're not, you know, well, I I think the trouble that we have. And so I'm just going to be the one that identifies with all the other, you know, f sinners, right? Now, is uh, it's obvious to to my daughter that we, you know, are are spending a lot of time. She doesn't know what it's on, you know. She she's like, I see, like you read in the morning, Dad, but then you're also checking stuff on your phone. What's that about? And and then I'm delineating between I'm going well, sweetie, I've got to answer email X and Y and so on and it, and but she's having a hard time seeing the difference between that and what she's doing, and and that's an interesting, you know, struggle and and has you know probably has something well, to do and with maybe like, the reality is and I and I do the same thing so I, even though I'm, I may be expounding and offering uh, <laughs> advice, it's not like I'm not part of the clan here. Okay, good but, to know. Good to know. <laughs> I just feel it real alone. I can see that. I'll just I'll just jump in the pool with you. Thank you. Like, you don't need to do those things in the morning, right? You know, 
if if it's a stumbling block for your daughter pick up your actual bible and right. you know the, so she sees you reading it answer your emails when you get to work you yeah. know that they people can wait yeah that's a hard that's a hard uh the l- lifestyle that i've kind of adopted there are not hard as I'm 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 working on this, but like the lines aren't as hard between even sure. even in the middle of my day, it's like question like was that work right there? Like was that 15 minutes talking to random person X that wasn't about church or business? Was I working? You know, because I was out at a coffee shop and somebody stopped by and said hi, um, or you know, and when invite like it doesn't feel very clock in and out sure. to me. It's compl yeah, but well, but for sure like there are. Right, but when you when you go yeah. home and your daughter's around, you're clocked out. Right, right. Most of the time, unless it's a you know emergency, right. someone's leg got chopped off and they're bleeding. And, yeah, which which a, and rabbit particularly wolves, in the evenings these days, I've done really well at just the phone is just in the room. Yeah, it's just gone. Um, but not always. Yeah, yeah. No, electronics are a hard thing, and they kind of tap into the the parenting thing. Yeah. Yeah, my, my daughter's taken on the role of being the new um, moral policewoman. Oh, that's good. Where she's, you know, she's, she's like always grader, on my wife and I, like, what are you doing on your phone right now? Oh, you know? awesome. Hey. So, uh, some accountability. Yeah. So that's been <laughs> interesting. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Right. Yeah. I just had a thought and then that, it went away. Oh, no. Damn. Shucks. I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, I. Anyway, I guess I'm saying like I and here's the thing. Do you? I don't like being on the phone. Mm. Like I don't. I find it as a, a to be a major intrusion. I have almost all notifications are turned off, um, except for phone and text. Mm-hmm. And I would love to turn off those, but it feels like that might be detrimental to my business, <laughs> especially. Um, but the. Uh, but yeah, I don't I don't get notified about any emails. There's no app that, that where notifications are on for yeah. me. Um so I have no idea if somebody replies to my Instagram or whatever. I don't know. Um and unless I go in and look, you know. So I I my personal relationship is like torn with these devices where I'm I, I actually get during certain times I'm like, ah, I don't wanna get a phone call or I don't wanna get a te- like group texts drive me nuts. Like I know that they need to happen. I do participate in them, but it's like I don't like having all these sure. things going. So I, you know, I feel like some people must feel very differently than that. They like it, or do you think we all don't like it? Well, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's that we don't like it. Is that we're all addicted to it? Uh-huh. And I and I think we have yeah. some form of addiction. So we justify why we need it mm-hmm. and how we use it and all yeah. those kinds of things. And it's good advantages. I mean, there are hundreds and hundreds of stories of how well thousands, millions probably, of how cell phones have saved people's lives yeah. in a sure. way that if they weren't they didn't yeah. exist, they would have died. Absolutely. Right? So sure. there are these really cool things. So we, we yeah. put all the, those up there, but the reality is we don't like to be bored. I don't like to be bored. And the cell phone alleviates a certain sense of boredom. Mm. And it, But while it's doing that, I would argue, and I think the science is behind it, is that it kills a lot of creativity. Yeah. Because bore, creativity 
comes, comes out, out of boredom. boredom. It does. And if you're not bored, you're not creating. Yeah. Right. And 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 the thing is, if you are truly creative, and people who are like more geared that way know that there's an anxiety to create. You mm. don't just like, ah, oh, I'm gonna form this thing. You have, especially when you're forming something new, you have a little bit of anxiety headed into it. Yeah. Depending on sure. the challenges it's going to present you, and and you think you can actually make what you want to make. Right. Well, the phone alleviates the anxiety because you don't have to do it because you're not bored, so you're not going to be creative. Right. And so in some ways it inhibits that. Now, someone would argue, well, yeah, there are creative things that happen in technology, and I agree with that. Sure, uh, sure. No but it's, it's never, uh, you know, as with so many things, technology is not a good or an evil. It yes. is a mixture. Right. right. Yeah. But there is... Uh, you know, probably some good reasons why the people who invent these things don't let mm-hmm. their children have right. them. As right. we've most of us have heard yes. at this point, yeah, yeah, very few of the uh, people really behind this stuff just are uh, super into it for their families. Right, and it's killing relationship. I mean, I was talking to my son who was driving with me. I was dropping him off at uh, his friend's house today, and he was saying uh, that he's he runs this Dungeons and Dragons uh, group at school, and this. One kid was in the group, yep. and every time it's not his turn, he has his cell phone in front of him and the volume up. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's an interactive storytelling yeah. thing, and he's and just can't. tuning out. Well, this is pretty typical. I see no, people with their sure. phones. They're sometimes they don't care about the volume. Sometimes, yeah, they don't care about you. I mean, one of the it was interesting to see how hard it was for my community during Lent a few years ago when we were like, we are actually banning cell phones for Lent. So. You put the cell phone out in your car. Right. We're not going to like police you, but we're asking you not right. to have your cell phone out during church, and you know, bring a regular, you know, book Bible or borrow one of the Bibles. Yeah. Because we want we want to kind of kill some of this so that we can engage a little more. Um, so yeah, I agree. I don't know. I don't know what we can do. It's a it's a it's a storm. Yeah. No, for sure. It's uh, we we've had a couple friends of Abby's over. And it's been very surprising to me that they have their phones. And there have been several times where for long period we were going to – we actually – this was like a choice between technologies, but Abby was excited because we've been watching Father Browns as a family from yeah. time to time. That's, and so her friend, fair. she was like, hey, like she was excited to have her friend watch Father Brown with all of us. And right. I actually was like, that's kind of that's kind of oh, cool. That's cool, yeah. And the friend was in there for a little bit, left the room, never came back. And just sat somewhere else on her phone. She couldn't handle Father Brown with us. <laughs> she went and got on her phone. And I'm like, part of me is like, what? You know, I'm just going, how, A, like, how did you get trained that that was a good way to, you know, and I'm like, what do I do? Go in there and go, hey, kid, like, get off your phone and come hang out with us or you can't stay at our house. Hmm. Or like, but it's like somebody else should have taught you that. Right. And uh, it's just confusing to me, you know? And, and um, you could tell Abby was a little disappointed. We talked about it later. We're like, sweetie, here's why we're not, you know, giving you a phone. Because this, sh- your friend wasn't trying to be mean. She just, Father Brown moves slow. Yes. You have to think about what's happening in it. And she couldn't do that. Like she had to go get instant something. And that's, and to do that, she had to break relationship with all of us. She couldn't just sit with us. And this was between two alternate technologies. Imagine we'd asked her to take a, a walk around the neighborhood. 
Oh, goodness. Yeah, that would have been wild. <laughs> You're starting to sound like an old man. I I feel like an old man. <laughs> well, hey, I, I but but I'm but I'm part of the problem. I'm not. But, so let's but let's. Yeah. I mean, maybe we. I know we, our time is shorter than usual, but the shift is that the people that the church longs to have in it mm. is Abby and her older siblings, right? You know, right, and and people who are super into technology, and they're all very interactive. Yeah. They want to interact with their technology. Yeah. I was uh, reading an article about Gen Z and how the popularity of choose your own adventure right. shows. And so where you can choose how you want to yeah. follow the endings and different mm -hmm. things like that. And how they're increasing it, but it's still pretty expensive because you got to do all these different right. kind of movie endings and movie right. whatever. spy. I don't know how it works. But anyway, <laughs> uh, um, but the church itself, like... How are we going to begin to engage these people great, who great want question. to have an impact, but not like they want to be able to say, hey, I'd like to see this change, and it changes. They want to be like interacting with it in the moment. Well, and, and here's here's the truth. We're podcasting. Why? Most of our people listen to us on their smartphone while they're doing something else. Yes. So instead of doing just one thing, they've got us in their ear while they're going out on a peaceful morning jog or right. something like that, right? And so... Here we are right. providing material that one engages with through their technology yes. <laughs> as the church. <laughs> We're trying. We're giving it a shot. You know, so it's that is the question is like and, and I've kind of viewed it as um okay, so it's it's like the idea of being all things to all people or something to that effect. Like people are in the digital space. Yes, they are in the digital so if space. We as Christians don't engage in the digital space. We're not where people are and where they're getting information. So we, in my view, we have to be there. Yes. Uh, and then yes. But like, but we can't get. We can't worship there. We can't, or it can't be like it can't consume us. So it's a very difficult line to toe. I would assume. Like we we need to be there, but be there with a little less devotion to the digital space. Would that? Yeah. Does that sound right? I don't know. I agree. And yeah, I suspect, you know, 20 years from now, we'll come to church in many churches and there's going to be a whole virtual section. Like, oh, sure. People will put on the thing and the other, there'll be virtual churches, no building, no nothing. You just put on your thing, you walk in and you're oh, talking, yeah. engaging. And so you go to church without going anywhere. Yes. Right. And I know I, that was a joke recently. I saw, you know, a whole little YouTube bit because yeah, I watched it on YouTube. But isn't uh, that the satellite church idea was yes. the step toward that, yes. where you can go to a church without going to the big one, right. and now, and then I just think I think that's the logical next step. Which I hate, and maybe it's because I'm an old person, but I really do think the physical, tangible presence is important. But Even, obviously, it can't always be that way. Yeah, um, I don't know. This is this this, is this factors back to our our thing we talked about about people not going to church yeah. as much. And I think there are a couple of reasons for it. One is, I mean, there's there's the reasons we talked about before, but another is this idea, like, I can always listen to what happened there. Yeah. I don't need to be there. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, yeah, I, I also, I think something will be profoundly lost. I think there's going to be an uprising. I think there already is an uprising against it. You've got, I know, a lot of... A lot of millennials that won't have a smartphone and yes. are you know no, so it's an uprising. So there is a like a rejection, yeah, which will probably go too far as well. Um, as 
they are always the pendulum always swings yes you know but um anyway yeah i but i fully agree with you that that will probably be a thing and we're gonna have to sort through that and then the whole engaging so if you're if we're just curmudgeons all the time and oh you're on your phone we're gonna drive away a bunch of people it's gonna be like my experience when I was a kid of showing up to church in a hat and this old guy just getting on my case. And I was like, Oh my gosh. And I don't want to be around you. And that wasn't helpful. No. You know, he had a value system, which was that when you come to church, you dress, you dress a certain way. And I have a value system, which is like, you know, I'm torn on it, you know, but I'm like, I've got my phone, but I don't like how much other people are on theirs. And, and so on and so forth. Um, and it, it's going to be tough to go, okay, like, you're welcome here. I accept you. I'll even engage with you a little bit in this space. But I'm going to press you on it. And I'm going to be willing to be pressed myself on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you went Lent with no phones at church. Yeah, that was a few years ago. At uh, the I went to this gathering with a group called Resonate, and at one of the churches there is a phone-free. They collect phones. Oh wow! Yeah, or I, they either them or a church they know. It was that this was brought up that it's a phone-free space, hmm. and it's like where and it's like you're free from your technology while you're here. So that's that sort of stuff. Yeah. I no, think see, is going to happen. It's interesting because the thing that we used to say, and and when somebody's phone rings during the service, I'll actually say that's okay. Because I've heard numbers of stories of people feeling who, shamed. Or, well, feeling shamed, but also their husband or their yeah. kid was in an ambulance headed right. to the hospital. They needed to go. Right? right. You know, they needed an emergency. And if you put your phone somewhere, and yeah, in the day and age, you know, 20, 25 years ago, that couldn't happen. But now it can. The technology does allow us right. to be a little more connected that way. And it's, it's okay. Um, but yeah, it's just. I grew up in a family, so maybe I don't know if we want to end, but I'll just say my experience with technology a few minutes is that up till five, I'd I'd never seen a television, nor had I really had candy. Wow, we didn't we didn't have a TV in the home until I was in middle school. We never had TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, your parents' house still doesn't have a TV. Still doesn't have a TV. But I got had a babysitter who had TV and candy and so i would call her tv candy like that was the day but here's the thing i didn't have technology hardly at all we got a computer when i was in high school it was highly regulated yeah you know at commodore 64 i got to play a few video games on it um but when i got into college i had no capacity to resist yeah i had the same experience it was all new i had the same experience in middle school when we got the tv i was like yeah i didn't have a filter. I, yeah, I was just like all in. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, that we have to be careful. Yeah. We have, but we got to teach our kids regulation how and how to do it and how to discern it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, yes, that's the being able to be in the digital space, our kids and each other. Like, yeah, how do I, how can I be there without getting sucked in? And I think of the other question I would ask is, how are my children being creative? Hmm. Am I pushing them into creative pursuits while they have this technology? Because that's key, I think, to being human is, hmm. is, is pursuing creativity yeah, and, and imitating your creator. So if you're u- using your technology to compose an art piece yeah. or a piece of music or yeah. something versus just watching other people's 
the the YouTube family thing is interesting to me. Abby loves them, and then she critiques our family according to them, and we have to remind her that that's we could make that video too, but it wouldn't. We don't include the argument in it, right? Right. And or if you're a little authentic, you show a little bit of that, but you know you don't right. show the time where you totally right. broke down and and whatever. Like, and so we've had to explain that's not real, but it's like. With that kind of stuff, like you're inhaling somebody else's story, somebody else, and you're not creating anything. You're just, you're just taking it in. Yeah. Um, versus, like, if yeah, if you use your piece of technology to build, create, right? I mean, that those are some of the most beautiful ways we see it used. Yeah. In the adult world, so why not with a kid? Right. And th- things are so. I mean, I keep having stories, and we need to end. But just one last story. There's a woman in our church who cleaned homes here in town yeah and she and her mother ended up cleaning uh instagram stars home here in town yeah and she <laughs> said that basically in a corner the corner where she took all her photos and had her expensive yeah. equipment was beautiful yeah gorgeous the rest of the house was so trashed you would have thought mm. that it was like you know you were in the ghetto right just trash everywhere it hadn't been cleaned in you know months interesting um but here she is presenting right, right. this person that she's not and a life she's not living which is as many have pointed out the that that's the big temptation right to present something that's right yeah squeaky clean so anyway i don't know if this was maybe our previous conversation got us a little heated about it to be <laughs> maybe it primed the pump but uh well Hey, thanks for joining us anyway. Hope, hope uh, you know, I, again, our, the premise of our podcast, we're just here talking. We, we don't come in with all the answers trying to teach you from all our perfection. We hadn't talked about this together before. At all. At all. So I hope that even just hearing uh, our meandering thoughts and us trying to figure this out, a couple pastors having a conversation, um, was helpful to you. So anyway, uh, hey, give us a like out there. And uh, and if you want to rate us and spend some more time on technology, apparently that helps us out. So uh, we do appreciate that when we get that, that kind of feedback. So please do that. Thanks for listening. All right. So 